Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The mic's are on for sure. Right. <clears throat> um, please just introduce yourself. And My name is XXXTentacion. I'm a 19-year-old Broward County Artist or slash rapper. Um, I explore multiple genres, so that is what uh, has led to my prosperity. And me being kind to others as well has led to my prosperity. Uh, I rep Broward County fully. Uh, Lauder Hill, Florida. D-side. That's where I'm from. That's what's up. Can you explain uh, how you got the name XXXTentacion? Um, basically... Uh, I came up with it when I was in boot camp. Um, I mean, the name itself means unknown temptation. I, I mean, I, I had already said that in, in the last interview, but it, mean, mm. it means unknown temptation because XXX was the only unknown numeral that I knew right. and uh, that I did not know initially. So it just means unknown temptation. Today we're here with XXX Tentacion. I seem depressed, always being bothered, nevertheless, keep me out of prison and putting me to the test. Local 10 and Local10.com present the Florida Files. I'm Michelle Solomon, and this is the story of the life and death of Broward rapper Gisean Froy, known as XXX Tentacion. There's a photo posted on Cleopatra Bernard's Instagram account. It's of her son, Gisean Freud. The picture could be an advertisement in a fashion magazine. Onfroy, the rapper from Broward County, Florida, known as XXX Tentacion, has Calvin Klein model looks, perfect features. X's father, Dwayne Onfroy, who spoke exclusively to the Florida Files from where he lives, St. Catherine, Jamaica, says Jose was always a beautiful boy. My first name son is Jaffe Dwayne Ricardo Onfroy. My name is Dwayne Ricardo Onfroy. His name is Jaffe Dwayne Ricardo Onfroy. My first son is born. When people say they have beautiful kids, you know, every child is beautiful to their own parents. My son was literally a beautiful boy, not a handsome boy. He was beautiful. You see his mom, 
He said she's a beautiful woman. And I found for myself a handsome man, too. And this baby was beautiful. Up to the age of five, they couldn't tell the difference if he was a boy or a girl. I would dress him up, put on his little boy clothes and his boy shoes, freak out his hair, his hair, because he had a lot of hair. But he had these long eyelashes, like a little girl. And I would take him to the store or Walmart or wherever. And they'd be like, what a beautiful little girl, up until the age of five. A famously distributed mugshot from an arrest on December 15, 2017, we'll get into the details of that in a follow-up episode, looks more like a model's headshot. X says on a collared shirt, completely buttoned up, it's one of those crisp white ones that a kid might be required to wear for private school. Tattoos on X's face are artistically placed. Most notably, the small drawing of a tree in the middle of his forehead and writing under his left eye which says numb. High up on the right side of his head is the number 17, a nod to his first album that was released on August 25th, 2017 and debuted on the number two spot on Billboard's prestigious music ranking chart. The facing gives X the mystique of a modern Adonis. Every, every tattoo on me literally is a story. Okay. I don't have a single t- pointless tattoo. That's X talking to podcast host Adam Grandmason, also known as Adam22, at Grandmason's No Jumper Los Angeles Studios in 2016. In Mom Cleo's Instagram photo, Jose is seated in the driver's side of a sleek coupe, a $150,000 sports car, a brand new BMW i8. Doors open scissor style like the ones on the famous DeLorean DMC-12 in the movie Back to the Future. Slung across X's chest in that picture is a smart-looking gray Louis Vuitton checkered bag. He's wearing a light-colored flannel shirt, jeans torn in all the right places, and Timberland boots, laces open with crew socks. It's unclear when the photo was taken, but a message posted with a photo on July 16th from X's mom says, Missing you every day, my son. A broken heart emoji next to it. That LV bag is in plenty of X's selfies, him with the bag at the Galleria Mall in Fort Lauderdale, another one on his Instagram account, the bag slung across his chest as he sits on the rear of the Beamer, smiling with friend and lawyer Bob Celestin. Close friends and fans comment on Twitter. He loved that bag, posted one. That bag could have been what led to his murder on June 18th. That bag is what detectives say four men were after, when they ambushed, robbed, and shot the 20-year-old on a Monday afternoon in broad daylight. Developing late at this hour, the shooting and killing of rapper XXX Tentacion. That young artist was gunned down earlier this afternoon right here in South Florida. Sky Tan was over his BMW as authorities began to investigate the murder, and they are still there tonight. And that's where we find Local 10 News reporter Terrell Fournay live with our top story. Terrell.
Well, that victim was a hometown star. In fact, he was born in Plantation and he still lived in Parkland, but he decided to visit this motorcycle dealership in Deerfield Beach earlier today where you can see so many people have gathered. They are here honoring him at the very spot where he was shot. Earlier today, the 20 year old was visiting the showroom at Riva Motorsports in Deerfield Beach. And as he pulled out, detectives say he was ambushed by two men. At least one of the suspects uh, fired the weapon in what uh, at this point appears to be an apparent robbery. XXX Tentacion was rushed to North Broward Hospital where doctors pronounced him dead. The Florida Files obtained the full arrest warrant that details the chilling crime. That X arrives at the motorcycle shop on June 18th at 3.30 p.m. with a friend, identified in the report as Leonard Kerr. The store's surveillance shows X and his friend entering the store at 3.31 p.m. according to a timestamp on the video. Two minutes later, the suspects pull into the lot in an SUV and park right near the BMW. report says that surveillance video from the motorcycle store shows two men who exited the SUV coming into the store at 3.33 p.m. They walk right past X, where one of the men, wearing a white tank top and bright orange-colored sandals, makes a cash purchase of a face mask. The two men leave the store and get back into what is later discovered to be a 2017 Dodge Journey. The SUV sits in Riva's parking lot for 10 minutes. The journey then leaves the lot through the north side gate at 3.48 p.m. that leads to Northwest 37th Street along the side of the shop. Then, the driver of the SUV backs into the parking area in front of a residence across the street and a few doors down from the shop at 641 Northwest 37th Street. The warrant says that the store's video surveillance had a, quote, clear and unobstructed view of the north gate and that residence where the journey sits apparently waiting for X to leave the store. X does leave the store with his friend at 3.55 p.m., gets in the BMW, and starts to drive out that side street gate. The surveillance video from the store shows the SUV blocking X's car. The video picks up two men in masks, exiting the passenger front and rear doors of the SUV, they're wearing hooded sweatshirts, long pants, and high-top sneakers. They both have guns. One of them has on a black-colored mask and the other a red one. They approach the BMW's driver's side where X is. The report says they demand property. After a brief struggle, the victim is shot, it says. One of the gunmen then reaches into the car after the shooting and removes the gray Louis Vuitton crossbag. Police say in it is X's cell phone and $50,000 in cash. The 
are still coming together to mourn the shooting death of rapper XXX Tentacion. And we're also learning new details about his murder. Local 10 News reporter Andrew Perez live from Deerfield Beach with the latest on this. Andrew. Deputies reportedly have surveillance video of the 20-year-old rapper shopping inside Riva Motorsports and video of that gunman scoping out the place, waiting for the rap star to leave. There was reportedly a struggle before the shots and then the robbery. Joe Bamdas owns Riva Motorsports and remembers that day. You look up here. I had employees out here, out here that were you know, high-fiving them, and, and they were actually out here with other customers giving lessons on their watercraft and teaching them how to use their motorcycles. So they watched. My, some of the guys here, were in, they were in disbelief. They thought, is this a rap video? What's going on? So he's pulling out, and there's maybe they could, they could probably see that on surveillance because I can see that car that you said maybe where the or they guess they knew that or after they looked at the surveillance, that car was like backed into that that driveway you said over there. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. You know, yeah. so young, so young, and so much uh, promise. Investigators allege that Michael Boatwright, Dedrick Williams, Robert Allen, and Trayvon Newsom somehow knew that X stopped at a Bank of America to withdraw $50,000 in cash, all in $100 bills, before driving to the Dixie Highway Motorcycle Shop. Broward Sheriff's Office detectives say that it is Boatwright and Newsom who confront X, while the other two stay in the SUV. Hundreds of fans coming out to mourn the loss of XXX Tentacion, who was shot and killed last week. And today, investigators name a new person of interest in this case. His name and a mugshot you see there released today. Authorities now want to speak with 22-year-old Robert Allen. He was seen on surveillance video shortly before the rapper was gunned down. The second suspect arrested in the murder of a rapper, XXX Tentacion, went before a judge today. Local 10 News reporter Terrell Fournay was in the courtroom for that. He joins us live now from Fort Lauderdale. Terrell, what happened inside? Well, that suspect's time in front of a judge was very brief today, but his appearance proves that detectives in this case are making significant progress in their investigation into the murder of that rapper that happened just three and a half weeks ago. Good morning, Mr. Boatwright. You're currently being uh, charged with one count of first-degree premeditated murder. The third of four men wanted for the murder of rapper XXX Tentacion made his first appearance in Broward County Bond Court. And while his public defender said there wasn't enough evidence in the sealed grand jury indictment to hold Robert Allen. I see nothing in here implicating him, um, specifically tying him to this. The state made a convincing case he was involved in the attempted robbery and murder of X. Your Honor, there is direct evidence placing him at the scene. Your Honor, there's evidence placing him with the other co-defendants. There's video, physical evidence. BSO contacted the United States Marshals Violent Offender Task Force to help track him down. Investigators conducted surveillance of his sister's home in Eastman, Georgia, and a report said Allen was spotted peeking his head out the door. Southeast Regional Fugitive Task Force investigators surrounded the house, and Allen was taken into custody. Two others are already in jail for the murder, and police are looking for a fourth, Trayvon Newsom, believed to be one of the gunmen. 
Between video of Allen placing him at the scene and his association with the others, the judge made her ruling. Therefore, sir, you're going to be held without bond until further order of the court. Detectives find a video on one of the suspect's phones, created on June 18, 2018, at 11.20 p.m., hours after the killing. In the video, the man is seen dancing, showing off, and fanning out like playing cards tons of cash. Then he throws the money out on the floor in front of him, laughing. Another video the next day shows the same man in a car holding $100 bills in both hands, according to police. And that Dodge Journey that blocked X's car? The SUV is involved in a hit and run in northwest Fort Lauderdale three hours after the shooting. The people in the car? Four men jump out, leave it, and take off running. We're told the car was not stolen and that detectives found it Tuesday and now are taking a look at it. They recovered the vehicle, the Dodge Journey that was used in this murder. That was the vehicle that blocked the, the wrapper in outside of the um, Riva Motorsports. Cops track the journey to a woman who is close friends with Dedrick Williams, one of the suspects. The woman says she rented the SUV from a lady in Miramar on June 17th, the day before X's murder. She paid 60 bucks for the car through a car rental sharing app, Turo. She gives the SUV to one of the alleged robbers. The next day, she gets a call that, quote, Trey wrecked the car. Trey is apparently referring to Trayvon Newsom, one of the two of the four men who police say jumped out of that SUV and ambushed X's car. The fourth and final suspect is now in custody in connection with the murder of rapper XXX Tentacion. Local 10 News reporter Alex Finney is live in Fort Lauderdale where that man just went before a judge. Alex. Yeah, Trayvon Newsom turned himself into authorities last night and just about an hour ago he faced the judge for the first time. Trayvon Newsom showing no emotion in this Broward County courtroom today as the judge read off his charges. You are charged with one count of murder in the first degree. There's no bond hold. And you also have robbery with a firearm. The judge ruled no bond for Newsom, who is the fourth and final suspect in the murder of famed rapper XXXTentacion. There are other things that cops say link Williams, Boatwright, Newsom, and Allen to the murders. Receipts found for purchases made in cash with eight $100 bills at a Fort Lauderdale sports clothing store. On one of the suspect's cell phones, a Google search for machine guns and AR-15s. And inside one of the alleged shooter's houses, bullets that match the same spent casings recovered from the crime scene. So I know it's probably difficult, but I was I was just wondering how you heard since you were there. How, how did you hear what happened? How did I hear? Yeah. Okay, you put it like this: every everything that you all have in America, we have in Jamaica. Every outlet, everything, everything. So once news hits. We get it immediately because, you know, with social media, the, 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 we have a global community now. It's no longer that the, the, the world is big. We have, a, we have a global community. Everything that you see, I see immediately. Everything that you hear, I hear immediately. Um, it was a friend of mine. I was home one day. 
And a friend of mine called me. And he was like, yo, is it true? So I thought he had said something else. So I kept on, like, yo, no, I'm, I, I thought he said something else. He was like, nah, is it true? I was like, what, what truth? He was like, yo, your son got shot and he's in a coma. So immediately I'm thinking, this is one more rumor, okay? Like about a month ago or two months ago, somebody said, you know, he had committed suicide or he got shot or something like that. So there's always rumors going on about the kid. So I immediately got off the phone with him, called his mom, didn't get him. I didn't get her, I mean. And then um, my sister, with all that you always see around him, DeAndre calls me. So once I seen her call, I knew something was wrong. many people in the mainstream had heard of XXX Tentacion before the news of his death broke. But on social media channels and in the underground rap world, he was on the forefront of internet rap's new generation. He was a rising star whose mumble style resonated because of its subject matter, which dealt with loneliness, depression, broken hearts, and even suicide. Girl, with killer self. I was just summer and nobody helped. And ever since then, when I hate myself, when the end it. X said grungy, gloomy 1990s rock god Kurt Cobain was, quote, the only artist that inspires me. And Rolling Stone magazine likened X's breakout hit, Look at Me, as the smells like teen spirit of post millennial Generation Z. Hey, my bitch don't love me no more. Hey, she kicked me out of life, bro. Hey, that bitch don't wanna be friends. Hey, I give her this she I'm at. Hey, X's music, filled with obscenities, sexual references, violence, and much rage, was a way for him to express pent-up negative emotions, mostly from a rocky childhood. He tells Adam22 on the No Jumper podcast how he started making music. I want to know more about the music, though. I want to know, like, when did you actually start making music? Like, when did you actually start going hard with it? Music, um... I'll be thorough. Um, all right, so... Yeah, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So one day, um, after I got out of jail, my mom, I told my mom, yo, music, music. I, all right, here's how, here's how I went. I got locked up for a year. They sent me to a behavioral correctional, which is a, it's a boot camp prison right. for kids. So they sent me to that for like nine months. I will know. Yeah, I was in there for a year. So they sent me to that. started writing in there. I wrote this song called New Slash Flock. It was my absolute first song, absolute probably best song as far as storytelling, and then I got locked up. Extra criticism over violent behavior and multiple arrests, including charges of domestic abuse against a former girlfriend. Those charges were dropped in July after his death by a Miami judge, according to his attorneys. But in recent months, X had been working on changing his image, focusing on a charity he created. On June 6, 2018, just before he was killed, X and his mom had registered a Florida not-for-profit corporation called Lend a Hand Foundation, Inc. Its purpose in the state filing states, Relief of the Poor, Distressed, and of the Underprivileged. 
Today I'm gonna be vlogging because I'm gonna be going to a, a foster home and I'm gonna be donating a bunch of clothes, a bunch of PS4s, like shoes, uh, just different things to the kids. I'm gonna donate like a bunch of stuff to them. So uh, I was just gonna record it because I never really record any of the good things I do. And um, not only that, I really wanted to not only record it just to set some sort of positive energy in the air, but also to kind of influence other people to do it as well. I was actually gonna start a movement called The Helping Hand uh, where you guys like record um, you doing good things for people and kind of spread that positive energy. So Listen, so I spoke to a couple of you guys yesterday and let you know that um, the rapper at Contestion reached out to SOS and he wanted to come and speak to you guys. I want to ask, I'm not going to ask everybody, but it could be short. I want to ask what your dreams are. What's your dream? NBA. What's your dream? NBA? Want to be in the NBA? What's your dream? Want to be in the NBA? What's your dream? NBA? What's your dream? You don't know yet? What's your dream? NBA? What's your dream? Want to go to the army? What? What's the word? Because if you want to, is it you want to go to the air force or you want to do infantry or you want to do navy? That's record producer and family friend John F.X. Crawford. Giving to people. He's a giver. You know what I mean? He loves to give anyone. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's who he is. So the Helping Hand Project, when he started to give, the more he started to give, is the more he started to have an, an, an impact on him. And we would talk about that part, about having all this attention with the music, what is it that you could do more in a positive light? And that's what where we would speak about a lot of things, you know. We talk about the sound of music and the, you know, certain instruments that could evoke a certain, you know, a certain vibe, a certain, you know, good vibe and a good energy. Father, Dwayne Onfroy, who spoke exclusively to the Florida Files, has been living in Jamaica for the past two years. He tells me he always knew his boy was special. There's an old Jamaican saying, right? They say what is in the blood is in the bone, right? So, crazy enough, um, his mom is talented. She just never pursued it. Now, on my side of the family, my father is a singer. He's a singer, he's a writer. Um, is he still my alive? My brother is, yes, he's still alive. Oh. My father is a Rastafarian. Very much oh. alive, very much alive. Uh-huh. Very much. Um, my brother has writing and he's a, what do you call a, a rap reggae artist? So music has been in the family. I have cousins who sing. So I'm assuming 
that's partially where it came from. There was always music in the family. Um, I dabbled in artist management and producing in my earlier years. And that's about it. All right. Every parent, you know, after the kid's success, oh, I knew, I knew, I knew he would be successful. He started rapping for me while I was incarcerated about, I say about age 13, a couple years before I got home. You know, we would converse and talk about different things. He's like, you know, I'm pursuing music now. So I say, what are you, a rapper? He's like, no, man, I'm not a rapper. What I do, you can't consider just rap. I said, what do you mean? And he would start, we call it spitting. You know, the hip-hop lingo is called, they spit on the phone. They would rap on the phone. So he started rapping for me on the phone. And um, I had goosebumps. He was about 14, you know. And I would let the trains, you know, inside my dorm or where I was at, would listen to him. And they were like, yo, who is this? I said, what do you think of him? He's like, yo, this kid is fire. Who's that? And that's my son. It's around 14 years old. And I looked at him. Then I didn't look. I was on the phone with him. I said, it's not a question if you're going to be successful. It's what you're going to do with your success. I said, the world's going to be watching you. I know you're going to be successful. It's how you're going to handle your success. I knew Jaffer was special. Now, I'm a Rastafarian. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the, the culture. You say you've been in Jamaica, right? Yeah, I'm a little bit because of, uh, I told you I had a, a couple so You've of heard about the Rastafarian culture. You've heard about the Rastafarian culture. Some people call it a religion, but it's not a religion. It's a way of life. Now, who you would call God, you would take God. We as Rastafarians would say, Jah. Prior to his birth, um, Bob, I was big on Bob Marley. So Bob Marley had a song that said, So Jah said. So Jah said, Not one of my seed. You know, you sing the song. Not one of my seed shall sit in the sidewalk. Now they're picking one day. And then, the name Jaffa came from Bob Marley. So, Ja is God, and She is said. God said, from the mouth of God. And I named him Jaffa. You all pronounce it in American Jaffa, but his name is Ja She. His name is Jaffa. Beautiful name. Yeah, his name is Jaffa, Dwayne Ricardo Antoine. So his name itself had power before he was even born. I gave him a Rastafarian name. I blessed him with that name. Because I knew the city was special. 
That's you on the radio, boy. That's my boy on the radio in Jamaica. That's you on the radio there, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, man. You on the radio in Jamaica, my dude. When it became real to me, it got big. I knew he was huge, and I heard songs, and but if your song is big or you're big as an artist, your song has to be played on the radio in Jamaica. It's every big artist. You want to know how big an artist is? They start getting airplay on the radio in Jamaica. Yeah, you get airplay in America. But if you're not getting airplay constantly in the Caribbean, Jamaica, Trinidad, whatever, yeah, you're okay. So to hear my child, my feed, my son, the person is wearing my face. The little baby wrapped his butt, cleaned the snot from his nose. First day he learned how to walk, you know, and all this stuff. First day he went to school. To hear this person on the radio, it's, it's beyond a proud moment. It was beyond a proud moment that I couldn't contain myself. So I put it on my Instagram feed. Then I also, before, before putting on the Instagram feed, I made a video and I sent it to him. You know, and, and he and I talked about it. And he was laughing. He's like, you know, I'm glad, I, I'm glad you liked it. And I was like, yo, did you actually get paid? Did you like that? Yeah, brief convo about it, you know? And I said, then I guess his fans that started following me took the feed and, and I guess they made it viral. That's what you call it, viral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they took it in there viral. Then at the age of 10, that's when everything changed. Two months after his 10th birthday. March 19th is when I got incarcerated. And I was out of his life physically from that point on. Yeah. But you had influence on him for sure. I mean, you can tell him. <laughs> no doubt. In his no words. No doubt. And how he... No doubt. No doubt. Do you, do you remember when you, I, I was listening to you talk, it was so interesting when you said that he would rap for you on the phone. Do you remember what, or fit, like, you remember what, with some of it, what, what listen, was it was so fast. I couldn't, I can't, <laughs> I can't. If, if I, he did that rap for me about five times, and I'm telling you, I can't remember a word of it. I can, I cannot remember a word of that rap. It was so fast. Cause the style, the style, and the cadence, the, everything that they it was nothing I've ever heard. When I contacted his mother, Cleo, X's most prominent tattoo is the one across his chest that says Cleopatra in a tribute to his mom. She's gracious, but says she isn't talking to media at this time. 
she is going to put something out to the public in her own time. His father, Dwayne Onfroy, says he's the forgotten person in the story of Jose Dwayne Onfroy, a.k.a. XXX Tentacion. You have to understand, I'm the forgotten man. I'm the forgotten person in this picture. And uh, if you do the right thing by me, then you let the world know that my son loved me and I love my son. And it wasn't about his fame. It was about him being able to touch others in a positive way. And I'm proud of him for that. Him being able to live out his dreams. And I'm proud of my child because of that. He pursued his dreams and he accomplished that all he needed to accomplish, even if it was a short period of time. My son is and was a beautiful soul. Just a bit misguided. If you had a chance to get a little bit older, you would have seen a better side of him. The full potential of what he would have been or should be. My son still has a lot more to offer. The beautiful thing is, he's left me with a grandchild. X's mother shares a photo to her Instagram account, a sonogram stamped April 23, 2018, with the numbers eight weeks and three days. She posted on June 21st, only a few days after her son's death. The caption reads, he left us a final gift, a hint about that grandchild, but she doesn't reveal the identity of the baby's mother. On August 22nd, she posts another photo, that of a woman's pregnant tummy, announcing, it's a boy, baby X. If I'm going to die or ever be a sacrifice, I want to make sure that my life made at least five million kids happy. Join me, Michelle Solomon, for the next edition of The Florida Files, the good and the bad of XXX Tentacion, including more of my exclusive interview with X's dad, Dwayne Onfroy. Plus, hear from a writer who interviewed the rapper's ex-girlfriend and her headline-grabbing allegations of domestic abuse. Get more of the story and online extras at local10.com.